Hello, my blessed, beautiful, positive people of Anchor. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for always listening. And I uh, hope I can say something to impact your day in a wonderful way. So we got a lot to talk about. Uh, there's a whole lot going on in the world right now. I mean, we got the Amazon rainforest, our oxygen supply um, has been on fire for about a week. I think recently they're saying the fires have been put out. But of course, um, took longer than it should and it was supposed to take longer than it should because those lands were not magically on fire from some amazonian tribesmen smoking a cigarette and just throwing it and watching the forest go ablaze or rainforest go ablaze um it was cleared out for cattle production so everybody that is driving a tesla and driving a hybrid and has solar panels and switched to eco-friendly light bulbs and walks to work if you are walking to work with a beef pastrami sandwich in your lunchbox okay if you are eating beef this is my point if you are eating beef which has been um on paper in studies shown to be over 34 percent of the problem with our climate change it is what we are eating it is how we are farming what we're eating that is contributing to global destruction deforestation and world hunger and if you care more about beef than you do about oxygen i really hope they discover life on mars and you can be one of those people that can afford to go to mars because take take a couple cattle with you up to mars and and try to do what we do here on earth it's not sustainable it's not possible so we're destroying a planet and and (laughs) a lot of animals to feed people at 99 cents per mcdouble um you know to be able to go to i I love beef don't get me wrong i love beef and a lot of people know that i'm plant-based and i have not had beef in quite some time Uh, i think coming up on three years now i stopped eating beef not because i wanted to be the healthiest of the healthy I stopped eating beef for humanitarian reasons. Um, My love for cheeseburgers was not worth um, my nephews not having a very clean air to breathe uh, when they're conscious enough of air quality. Um, I I just, I think that since we live in a capitalist world and people care more about money than they care about people, that we have to be conscious of how we spend our money because that's the only thing that certain people care about. So once we make beef less profitable, I think that uh, we'll see the beef production go down. But as long as you're going out and ordering that steak every time you feel like you got something to celebrate, when you could easily order fish or anything else, when we let go of these ideas of a good, fat, juicy steak means something of significance, um, I think we'll, we'll go a lot further um humanity wise we we will have leaped a lot further than than we were to if we just continue on the path that we are and do anything doing anything to provide relief recycling and all that crap we have to like i tell people when they start a lifestyle transformation if you want to see real progress stop doing the bad that you're doing before you try to add the good because adding good to bad is mixing them and you won't ever see the true benefit of good until you get rid of doing the bad uh you know you can take a multivitamin and and while smoking a pack of cigarettes a day but what do you think is going to win in the end you know what i mean how much good does it take to erase bad well how much bad does it take to pollute good and you can see if this diagram uh, 
or this example that I'm talking about, if, if I take a clear cup of water, I take a cup of water, a glass of water, okay, and I drop one drop of ink in it, and let's say that one drop of ink is bad. Well, that one drop of ink is not powerful enough to turn that whole cup black, but you will be able to clearly see that one drop of ink spread and pollute those waters, right? And even though it's just dye and um, it's not going to do anything bad to us, I bet you if I asked everybody if they wanted to drink this this water that's really good water, it could be alkaline water or whatever, you know, with one drop of ink in it, they'll say, mm, I don't really want that. Can I have it without the ink? Can I have it without the dye, right? So get rid of the dye, keep the waters pure, and um, pura vida, as they say in Costa Rica. Anyway, um, that has nothing to do with what I'm actually on here to talk about. I really want to talk to you guys about significance. Uh, let, me, let me take a quick pause here. I'm not Hindu. I'm not Buddhist. I'm not preaching for reincarnation with what I say next. But what I am telling you is that uh, everybody that has the ability to click on this link and listen to this podcast is a very blessed person. Because in reality think about if you have a dog what if you were the dog and the dog was you and you had to do everything that the owner wanted to less choices right now you still have consciousness I believe my dog is very conscious my dog has shown me that he has the ability to learn ability to understand the ability to respond the ability to show emotions and, and his own dog like desires okay but think less than that what if you were a cricket what if you were a bear? What if you were anything other than a human? Now, there's still life and all those things. But their life and your life is very different. You see, a bear can't have an iPhone, can't have contacts in that iPhone, doesn't know who to call, doesn't have Instagram, doesn't have restaurants, doesn't have convenience, doesn't have convenience, doesn't have comfort unless he builds it. You see... so glorious it is to be a, a, a living person, a being, a human being, or a spirit that lives inside of a human body. Because dogs have a spirit that lives inside of a dog body, and a cricket has a spirit that lives inside of a cricket body. But we're so blessed to be human beings. And then I hear people say stuff like, I'm nobody or I'm nothing, as if some human beings are more than other human beings. But the way that TV world and magazine world and media culture and, you know, this Western way of life would have us to believe is that some people are something and some people are nothing. Other cultures would have you believe that there are leaders and there are followers. There are few leaders and there are many followers. Hmm. It is my own philosophy that I practice that every leader must be a great follower and every follower must have the ability to lead see everyone follows someone and at the same time everyone leads someone and if everybody was following the upline and everyone was leading, 
not the people that are below them, but the people that are not as far along in their journey, right? We would have equality. Every leader being a follower and every follower being a leader. And everybody would know their significance. Everyone would know their power. Everyone would feel that they have a a purpose. Everyone would, would love their identity a little bit more. I don't want to go too far into this, but they, they said the revolution would be televised, you see, and um, they did not lie. You got the First World War, so many lives lost. The Second World War, so many more lives lost. Vietnam, the Cold War more lives lost but the lives that are lost in those wars are just not enough for the outcome that secret powers that be might be aiming for so this next world war it is for your identity it is for the power that you have inside of you it's for the hope that you have inside of you the ambition that you have inside of you It is for your consciousness. So we're bombarded with notifications. We're bombarded with technology. We're bombarded with activity. Our lives are being flooded with nothingness. How many emails do you receive every day Somebody trying to sell you something from somewhere every day. How many people reaching out, liking this, notifications on just you getting high on dopamine, uh, dopamine stimulated responses to just notifications, a false sense of interaction connecting you deeper to a cell phone. I challenge everybody to... When they get that weekly report from their iPhones, they say, you were on your phone on average five hours and 26 minutes last week. To every week, set a goal to make that number go down. Even if it's just by five minutes every week, let that number go down. With the time that you don't spend being distracted, the time that you don't spend wasting on admiring and glorifying other people's lives, you'll you'll use that time to focus just a little bit more on yourself. And when you focus on yourself, you can build yourself up. You can create yourself. You can redesign yourself. You can reimagine yourself. You can understand yourself. But everybody that I... Many people that I speak to when we do their lifestyle diet, um, you know, I go through everything that they do from the time they wake up to the time they go to sleep. And everything that I need to know about the stagnation can be found right there. And I'm not going to say everything all the time, but I'm going to say most of the time, everything I need to know I can find in the first three hours of their day. 
What are you doing to start your day off? I wake up, I roll over, grab my phone, check my Instagram notifications. Um, Some people check dating site notifications. Notifications, who wants to talk to me? Who wants to talk to me? How do you have a dating app with a thousand matches on it and you're single and complaining about being single? Because see, how are you on Instagram with 10,000 followers or 2,000 followers or 800 followers or 400 followers or 160 followers and say you're lonely with no one to talk to? Because you're disconnected. And you're distracted. You're on autopilot. Wake up. Check notifications. No notifications. I feel lonely. Notifications. I feel popular. I feel popping. At the end of the day, notifications are none. You're not popping. You're not lonely. Some people's sanity is, is one server shut down away from just going off the rails Why are you attaching your happiness to likes that don't mean anything, no matter how many of them you get? I dated this beautiful girl in the past that could never be told she was beautiful enough. No amount of compliments was enough. No amount of reassurance was enough. No matter how many ways I tried to let her know she was beautiful, it was never enough. You see, I learned not just from her, but from many people that I've worked with like her from my own life. See, popularity and and likes and, and attention, right? It feeds us. It feeds our ego. And eventually, all we're living to do is eat. So instead of allowing that feeding to happen naturally from us living, we live for that feeding. So then we become a slave to that popularity, a slave to those compliments, a slave to those things that we've grown to like and love, right? It's not supposed to be that way. You're supposed to get those compliments from the way that you live, like, and love. You're not supposed you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to live for attention. But living properly, you will receive attention. Sometimes in the form of hate. <laughs> and nobody can tell you what living properly is, but I promise you, when you live properly. You feel a sense of significance. You feel the power that you have been granted in this life that you've been chosen to live. I had a professor tell me once uh, in a philosophy course that if nothing else, you're the sperm that won the race. And if you know anything about sperm, you beat out millions, tens of millions of other spermies for an opportunity to live a life that's if you don't believe in God that's if you don't believe in you being purposefully made to serve a purpose created to serve a purpose 
you don't believe in that if you just believe that you are a result of semen and an egg you have to find significance even in the fact that you won a race you're number one already everybody that you see is number one they were born number one born a winner religion would teach us born a sinner Every day you have the opportunity to become something great. We have these routines, right? I go through these life diets and in a life diet, I discover your routine. And the reason that I can help you find success is because I'm going to uproot. I'm going to change your routine. We get out of the routineness of things. And when you do something different, you get something different. And so... Tell people, oh, don't call me a life coach. I'm really just here for your accountability and advising and, and consulting on big decisions. But uh, you don't have to call me a life coach. Because uh, I don't know everything about life. I don't want to know everything about life. Some of the mysteries of life are left up to God. And every bit of power that you get from knowledge comes with the burden of maintaining that knowledge. Imagine walking around knowing a truth that nobody else wants to accept and everybody you share it with thinks you're crazy or conspiracy theorists because they're asleep and on autopilot don't even have the capacity to understand what it is you're saying it could be your mom your dad your best friends everybody that's close to you true knowledge can separate you from people that are willingly ignorant to the truth one thing i want you to know is that you are significant you are a significant spiritual divine being and yes you are trapped inside of a human body but even with that god has given us the ability to mold reshape rebuild that human body to match that spiritual discipline that spiritual beings um, ideologies of of health we have the we have the ability on the inside to control even what we look like on the outside and much more than that we can control what we do what we feel what we react to what we expose ourselves to what we create I mean we have the the ability to create set aside one day a week and just draw a picture Realize that you took the time. Oh, no. Realize that you have the ability to create. Even if it's just a drawing. Remember, every single thing that we have in this world started as someone's thought. And if that doesn't allow you to look at everything around you with a different perspective and realize how powerful your thoughts are. Even the company that you work for started in your boss's mind. The car that you drive, the shoes on your feet, the clothes on your back, and the food that's at the grocery store. Every single thing. If you got your eyebrows microbladed and, and you got uh, a haircut or you got every single thing. If you shaved your face this morning, a toothbrush, every single thing started as a thought. 
A toothbrush might seem very insignificant to you. A garbage bag inside of your trash can seems pretty insignificant. Uh, random fact about me when I was younger. I said, I'm going to get rich starting a garbage bag company. I want it to be like 3M. All the stuff that nobody thinks about, I want to use that stuff as my way of getting rich. So I thought about selling water before water bottles became the only thing that most people will drink out of. Now we have a problem with them. Single-use plastics. Uh, but, but, but garbage bags. Think about a garbage bag. Someone somewhere is a millionaire. Many people that own garbage bag companies, even the ones that are sold at Dollar Tree, they're millionaires. They produce garbage bags. Every single thing, simple or great, started in thought. So get your mind off of autopilot. Think significant thoughts. Realize that you are a significant being, a very powerful being capable of creating any life you want to live and do anything towards that life that you want to live and watch you get a lot closer to living it love you guys i hope this has been useful happy monday peace